This is a Sandy Boy Productions podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to All Have Another Podcast with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay. Thank you so much for being here today. If you are new to the show, welcome. We are so happy you're here. Today, you're listening to episode 261, and I'm talking with Shelby Houlihan and Carissa Schweitzer. This is sort of a little bonus episode this weekend. I was really excited to talk to Shelby and Carissa coming off an amazing 5K performance they put out last Friday. They both broke Shelby's American record. Carissa ran a 1426 and Shelby ran a 1423, which is the new American record for the 5K. These ladies run for the Bowerman Track Club and they've both been on the podcast before. So if you want to learn a little bit more about their stories and not more specifically about this race, and what they've been up to recently, make sure you go check out their episodes. Carissa was episode 235, and Shelby has actually been on the show. This will be her fourth time on the show. She was episode 25, 108, and also 133. She came on with a group of the Bowerman Track Club ladies in that episode 25. Episode 108, she did a solo episode where we got to know her, and then Episode 133, she came on after she broke the American record in the 5K two years ago. So it's now a thing. Shelby breaks American records and she comes back on the show. I'm going to stick to that trend. It's super fun. I want to thank Prevenex for supporting this podcast and this episode. Prevenex has clinically effective supplements that promote longevity, performance, and great health. I take their multivitamin, their Joint Health Plus, and use their Neurofy protein powder every single day. My kids use the protein powder. My kids eat the Supervites. We are big fans of Prevenex. You all can try them out when you go to Prevenex.com and use the code ANOTHER. You can get 15% off your first order. All right, friends, and if you're enjoying this podcast and you're loving the extra bonus episodes that randomly get dropped, please consider leaving us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. That is one of the best ways potential new listeners find us. And I do check those every single day, hoping that there'll be new ones. So please consider leaving us a rating and review. We have more additional content over on my Patreon page, patreon.com slash lindsayhine. You can find bonus episodes with my husband, Glenn, Lauren Flores, and every once in a while, I keep a guest on for an extra 10 or 15 minutes of extended conversation. I'm always looking to find new and fun things to do over on Patreon. And those of you who are already supporting over there, I appreciate you so very much. And I'm always open to your suggestions and feedback. We're actually adding in a bi-monthly Q&A. My production assistant, Emma, who will be on the show next week, actually. We're doing an intro to Emma. She's going to be hosting a Q&A with me every other month over on Patreon where I can answer any and all of your questions. All right, friends. Thanks for being here and enjoy my conversation with Carissa and Shelby. Welcome to the show. Returning guests, Carissa Schweitzer and Shelby Houlihan. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. What's going on? You guys look fancy. <laughs> we 
I just actually felt like putting normal clothes on today because I've been wearing sweats and then she sent it to me and I was like, well, shoot, I need to dress up. Well, you look cute. Thank you. I know. Sometimes I do that and I'm like, it makes me feel really good, right? But then after like three hours, I'm like, why why don't I have like running shorts on right now? And now I have to actually wash my face at night. You know, because I have makeup yeah. on. <laughs> I'm not very good at that. <laughs> I could be better. I know. Um, so congratulations. How is everybody feeling post um, massive PRs and American records and all that good stuff? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yes. Tired. Sore. We're still sore. <laughs> still sore. I think every run has been a struggle since. Like to run the, like usually in my regular run, I feel like it's like 70 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, I hit like 30 and I'm like, oh my God. How <laughs> Um, so the, the, especially the first couple of days after was, that was rough. Um, so it's gotten bad. a little better, but <laughs> still not great. Literally I'm running and I'm just like, no one would believe my 5k PR right now. <laughs> like, no way I'm hobby jogging out the door. I can't like, I'm running like 745 pace and no faster. I just yeah. can't do it. What, <laughs> how many days has it been? Was it Saturday? Last Friday. Okay. Yeah. So six days. It should, you know, hopefully we start feeling better soon. You're closing <laughs> in on a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to race again on Tuesday, so we'll see how like, that goes. What's the race? Another inter-squad race? Yes. Yes. We don't know the distance. <laughs> he's keeping it. He's not really telling us. Um, I'm sure he doesn't know it yet either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, pull for, like, just a pacing duty because I still feel pretty tired. So he, I think he has higher aspirations than I do right now. <laughs> I mean, you guys have earned pacing duty. That's what yes, I'm saying. Yes. I need like a chill down week. Like she's still decompressing a little bit. Yeah. So does everybody know who's racing though? Or you, you don't know. Nobody knows who's pacing or who's I mean, racing. Everyone's yeah. racing. I think so. Yeah. But, but we just don't know what we're racing. Okay. Same track? Yeah. Same track. Yes. Okay. How many people were there? They, so I mean the limit for the venue is 25 people. Okay. Okay. But they have like fan sections like it's separated into two sections where they can do additional 25 and 25 and then some people have been like able to kind of sneak out um around the fences Mm -hmm. of the of the venue and watch but they're not actually in inside the fence Uh, it's like no one's there (laughs) (laughs) and like I get distracted so much easier I'm just like yes (laughs) no no one is like Yeah. So for those listening who might not know, uh, we're talking to Shelby Houlihan, Krista Schweitzer. Shelby ran 1423. Krista ran 1426. Huge PRs, American record. Um, Question, was it like harder to race in that setting with like no fans and, you know, all that stuff? I feel like we did a pretty good job, like given the circumstances, but um, it was definitely harder. I just feel like the focus was harder because it was just so much like we had one little section where we had music for like mm-hmm. a couple seconds. And then we had another section where it was like, go, Carissa, go Shelby. Like, just like <laughs> three people, it seemed like. And it was like, ooh, I, I felt like personally it wasn't harder for me. Like once I like I'm like, it's go time, then it's go time. I don't really need a lot of people like whether it's like a stadium full of fans or not um I felt like I was like very focused in and but yeah like there was a like a little curve where there was some music which was really nice and so I like much needed (laughs) got it for like 10 seconds and then like yeah and then it was kind of like quiet it was definitely more quiet but I felt like I still was able to 
really dial in and treat it like a normal race. Uh, plus it helped having our teammates perfectly pace us. Like yeah. that was huge. And so. it just felt like more people were in the race, which yeah. if it was just us, it would have been very yeah, lonely. True. I don't, yeah, that yeah. would have been a lot harder had they not been there. You would think that, couldn't you rig up like the music so that you could have it louder throughout the race? <laughs> that would be ideal. And I feel like it's yeah. possible. We just, Jerry also is like, he doesn't like music when we run. Um, so I think he's also like not wanting to have that be a thing. Because you don't get that in like actual races. Yeah. And I think he wants us to be able to hear the splits and everything. Yeah. Even at like practice, if someone's yeah. like playing like really loud music, he's like doesn't like it during yeah. our workout. He's oh. like, this is our serious time. <laughs> yeah. This is time to work. Yeah. Do you like it? Oh, we yes. love it. <laughs> like the fast paced stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like it in a way can like distract you from how you you're feeling and like calm your mind a little bit, like focus on something else. Do you all listen to music when you go on like easy runs? Yeah. Yeah. If we're like alone, I'm definitely listening. I'm always listening to music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the teammates pacing. So you had Shelby or not Shelby. (laughs) You did a great job pacing Shelby. (laughs) (laughs) You had Colleen, Courtney and Elise pacing. So Talk about what the plan was with that going into it. Uh, Yeah. So Colleen, there was kind of a whole system. Colleen was supposed to take the first mile to about like, yeah, first mile to 2K, however she felt. Um, I think she ended up taking it to 2K. Yeah, she took it all the way to 2K. And then she was supposed to like, you know, go to the back, transition to the back. Uh, And then Courtney took over and Courtney was supposed to go until 3K or if she felt good, 4K. Um, and then Elise was there as kind of like a backup if Courtney didn't feel like she could make it 4K, which I don't believe she did. I think she made it to 3K. She made it to 3K, and yeah. then Elise took over for like a lap or yeah, two, I think. Yeah, I think all in all, uh, I mean, basically it was like make it to 3K. If you can make it to 4K, hopefully you can. Um, but otherwise, like if you feel like you're dying, just get off the track. Uh, so, and they, the, Courtney and Elise were supposed to stay in because you need at least three finishers in order for the race to count. So they... Once their pacing duty was done, they just kind of, like, jogged it in. Um, they still, had the hardest job by Still far. ran, like, 15.30 jogging the last bit. Yes. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of – I think they stepped off about 3,400, um, and then I kind of took it from there. So. Okay. So they ran the, – both Elise and Courtney ran the entire race. Yeah. 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 Colleen <laughs> stepped off – Oh. Colleen steps off at 2K, but they were with Colleen the whole, they were with you guys throughout the whole time. Yeah. Colleen transitioned to the back. I think like there was like a 3K race in our 5K race. Okay. So Marielle and Gwen were also behind us because they were trying to get 3K PRs. Um, and so I think Colleen was kind of on that train as well. They all stopped at 3K except for Courtney and Elise. Oh, okay. So did that feel good to have that pack, like more people with Marielle? And Gwen in there, too? Yeah, yeah it helped, like, I feel like stimulate like, kind of, like, more of a race setting. Mm-hmm. Like, we had people in front of us, but also behind us. So, more of like it was, pack. yeah, kind of holds you accountable for the pace. Yeah. Okay, so what what were the big, big goals going into it? Mostly <laughs> trying to get into the 1420s, I think, really. Okay. Yeah, originally was just, like, getting under the American record. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, the week before, we are just like, let's get into the 20s. And yeah. we just, like, kept hyping each other up for it. And yeah. then it was just, like we normalized it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like I like felt like I could 
before the pacing duty. And But I, I went to Jerry and I was like, do you think I can run 1420 right now? And he was just like, ah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't think he thought I could. And like, I'm kind of over here like, I think I can. But I mean, if you don't think so. Uh, and then we did that pacing duty um, for the, the other girls 5k and we were running 72s. So I was like, I feel like I could run this all day. Um, so I think both of us felt super easy during that. And it was giving us confidence. We, we kind of looked at each other afterward and we were like, I think we can run in the 1420s. And so, yeah, we definitely were feeding off of each other oh, yes. and hyping each other up that whole next week. Um, yeah, yeah. So between the four of us, there was yeah. confidence was not lacking. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Mo and Lopez were very yeah, confident. They, they were definitely, they were, yeah, not, no lacking confidence. No. Um, but no, I think it wasn't like a huge surprise. I think for either one of us that we, ran what we ran I think that was kind of our expectations going into it it wasn't like will we break the record it was just like how much can we break the record by um that's if everything went well and and all that's good stuff but that was kind of our expectations for ourselves that's so good okay so when okay Chris I was thinking about this when we when I first interviewed you I don't think that the Olympics had been postponed yet wasn't it still like I think because I remember the conversation I'm trying to think we were talking like we don't know what's going to happen or did we know? Yeah, I think that was, like, right when everything was, hap- like, getting canceled and stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we still, like, were full force, like, thinking the Olympics were going to happen. And um, here we yeah, are. Really a tough yeah. pill to swallow when that happened. But um, I don't think Jerry ever really backed off. Even no. After we- <laughs> it was literally, like, that oh, no. happened, and then we had a workout the next day or something. And I'm over here just, like, yeah. what are we doing? Like, what's yeah. the point of doing speed right now? And he's just, like. I don't know. You want to be ready in case something pops up. (laughs) I feel like he was almost more excited. He's like, now we have more time. Yeah. This is great. He's like a whole nother year of training. (laughs) We're over here. Like I have zero motivation right now. I'm eating candy all day. And like, yeah. Yeah. The spring was definitely like a little rough, but we regained it when we went to We refocused. Yeah. Got all our stuff done. Well, I, I imagine, I mean, Carissa, you were coming off that 3K record and like really on fire, but Shelby, you're really set up for like, you know, you've been, you're a veteran now, you've been doing this for a long time. So I imagine for you, Shelby, were you thinking, oh my gosh, like this is my year, I'm ready to go. And are you thinking, Carissa, well, wow, I get one more year to like expand and grow and learn because, you know, there's so many years in between the Olympic cycles. Yeah. Um, for me, I like, yeah, like like you said, I, I was really gearing up for this year. I was like, this is going to be my year, especially coming off of last year and getting fourth, like just hungry to medal. Um, and in my mind, I like, just wanted a gold medal so bad. And um, so, yeah, that was really kind of hard. And I felt like we were in a good position coming off of indoors, like to keep that ball rolling. And we were in really good shape. And I feel like we were just going to keep getting better. Um, and so that was kind of hard to – have that be canceled. Um, but on the other side of that, like I also was trying to be optimistic about it and I felt like it was a good mental break. Like it was really nice to like not have any pressure to train for like something. Uh, I kind of just was like, I'll get out the door at like 2 PM. Who cares? Like (laughs) doesn't matter, but it was just kind of refreshing to just like not have that strict schedule and like do all the right things. And, uh, kind of take a little bit of a mental breather. And I felt like I needed that. And I let myself have that for a bit until we went up to altitude. And then I really kind of got back on track, which was good. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely excited for next year. Hopefully everything goes well. And 
everything's on again next year. But yeah, that's kind of how I handled that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hard just like Doha going so long. I think we are all just more mentally worn out from that than we thought we were. So it was already like we knew it was going to be a tough turnaround from that mm-hmm. world to Olympics. But um, I think we were all pretty tired and needed a, a tiny tiny bit of like relaxing more in the spring and not being so strict. So that helped us, I think, a lot, like regain focus. But yeah, personally, I feel like at first I was pretty disappointed, but now I'm like, okay, it is like a whole nother year to just like learn and like grow in the sport as an athlete. Yeah, because you have to wonder, well, with this American record, like what would have happened with that? Like this is such a new and exciting performance that you guys just put out that probably wouldn't have happened you yeah, know for sure yeah now we just have more confidence on the world level because yeah, yeah. that is the times that they're running in the 5k is yeah before like I felt like we were so far off and even like mm-hmm. when I ran worlds um in the 5k last year it was just frustrating not to be able to be with that front group so I think this is just giving us more confidence going into a pretty big year mm-hmm. okay but I know that like decisions aren't made now for a race that's next year, but Shelby, are you like, I feel like you're like doing 5k all the time now, but you're the 1500 meter queen. So like, what's going on? Uh, I mean, I'm still biased towards the 15. I definitely have unfinished business there and I'd kind of like to, you know, stick my nose in that one. Um, but it definitely poses some questions like, like if I can stay with that front group, you know, I feel like I can kick with anybody that like, you know, at the, at the, end of a race the last mile um so I'm like trying to really figure out which event I have a better chance in meddling at and I think when it comes down to that time we'll make a decision on it uh plan on doubling it at the trials next year like I normally do I think the schedule sets up for it pretty well um and then we'll just kind of like make a decision then I'm personally biased again towards the 15 but if Jerry thinks the 5k is where it's at then I'm totally open to doing that uh, I just feel like I'm a little more inexperienced at that world level in the in the 5k uh, but you know when you're fit you're fit so <laughs> hopefully that <laughs> shapes up and works out for me yeah I mean I guess it also not to say the obvious but just depends on like what other competitors are doing which races and all that yeah exactly yeah you kind of have to look at the field and make a decision at the time but yeah, right now I'm like very focused on the 15 still. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. Okay, talk about Mo and Lopez's uh, races. Like, what did you guys? What, <laughs> that was crazy, <laughs> insane. Literally, we watched Mo and we thought he was kicking a lot early. Yeah. Like we saw him take off and we we're like, wait, are they finishing? Yeah. Like we were <laughs> all ran to the finish. We thought it was like going over. I was like, oh, this is the last lap. And everyone's and like, we like, no, I think oh, they have another no. lap. And I was like, does he know he has another lap? <laughs> yeah. Flying right now. And he had 600 left. And yeah. And then we had to focus on Lopez because we're just like, you got to just like, it's so mentally hard when someone just takes off like that. Yeah. And we're like, you're still running fast. Like, yeah, you can still get under 13. So I think we we're just trying to cheer for both of them in different ways. And it was honestly insane. It was really cool to watch. Yeah. Mm, okay. and, they, and I was like, I think I was more hyped for that. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? I was like, oh my gosh. But Wasn't that a relief that you got to be done first though? And then you got to enjoy yeah. that? That would have been honestly pretty nerve wracking. So oh I'm like, gosh. I need to follow yeah. that up. Are you yeah. kidding me? Which I'm sure they were like that, but then, yeah, you know, they did a great job. (laughs) (laughs) Which, yeah, 
their confidence. And we knew they were going to yeah, be good. Yeah, they were going to be good. <laughs> okay, so I want to hear from both of your perspectives, like the race breakdown once the Pacers fell off. And I know, Shelby, you did take off at the last 200, but um, I'm sure, Carissa, you were fighting to the end. So talk to me about the experience. Do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. So from my perspective, um, I knew like how the race like went. Obviously, like I want it to be a little faster in the beginning. So um, when it the pacer stepped off, I was like, okay, I need to like keep this honest. And we went through the first lap without the pacers. And I was like, okay, I feel like we're still like pretty on pace. And then I think it was right around like 800 or 600. I was like, oh, I need to get up there. And so like I tried to make a move at like I think 600. Yeah, and Shelby was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, I'll tuck back in. And so then I tried to make another hard move. I think at like maybe a little past 400. Um, no, yeah, like coming into 400 to go. Yeah. And then um, my last third final move <laughs> was uh, 300 to go. And then at that point, my form just like broke down. I was like, I was like, I'm giving this 110%. So um, definitely crossed the line and like watched it back. And I was like, okay, that was really painful towards the end. <laughs> yeah. so. You like swung out into lane two. Oh, oh my gosh. I couldn't, I couldn't focus on lane one. I kept getting people there like, why are you finishing in lane three? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like I was like focused on trying to pass. And then I was like, what am I doing? So yeah, the, it wasn't all there the last hundred, yeah. but it was feeling good up until 400 to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was like definitely my plan was like, I don't know. I love just getting right behind the piercer. I really like to lead. Um, so that was, I kind of just hopped in that position right away. And I think Carissa probably knew that I was going to try to do that. And <laughs> yeah, so I, in my mind, I was like, okay, we're going to run 440s. Like that's the set pace. And then I wanted to just squeeze it down the last mile and see if I could run like 425. Like, I don't, I didn't even know if I could have done, like could do that, but I was just like, this is what I'm going to do. Um, so I, yeah, once they kind of hopped off, I feel like I, that next lap, like you said, was the same pace. And then I, and then Carissa came up on me and I had kind of decided the night before I was like, I knew she does this every time, like 800 to go. She's like going to make a hard move and she's going to take the lead. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let that happen. Like if I feel good, I'm just going to maintain control. Um, And I know the thing about like training with each other is like, we both know our strengths Mm -hmm. and weaknesses. So I way too well. Yeah. So like, I know, like, I'm like, I have to get it with 400 to go. And then when I don't have it, I'm like, Oh, and I know she thinks that like, so I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna let her have it for four with 400 to go. Um, just to like have that like in her head a little bit. (laughs) So, so yeah, I was fighting her off and I felt really good. And I just tried to keep squeezing it down each lap and, um, yeah. And then the last, I feel like the last 400, I kept trying to switch gears every hundred. And I think I felt like I still finished strong. I still felt like I had a lot left in the tank. I think I ended up running a 426 and she was like 428, 429 last mile. Like we were <laughs> flying the last mile. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like I still finished very strong and in control and maybe could have run a little faster had the first half been a just a tad quicker. But. I think that's what's exciting about how we raced it was like we raced it right at the we didn't get greedy like trying yeah. to do like mm-hmm. 69s or 68s like insane or anything but um, we kept it right around those 70s and 70 points mm-hmm. and 
I think that allowed us just to have a kick off of it and feel better about it rather than just kind of feeling like you're redlining the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely (laughs) think there's both for both of us, there's more there, which is very exciting. That's so cool. Well, it's so fun because, you know, it's been pretty boring to not have any races to watch as fans of the sport. So it's fun Mm -hmm. that you guys did that. Did you know, like once everything was canceled, that Jerry was going to have something like this up his sleeve? He kind of let us know. Um, that was the, I mean, not right away. At first we were like, we're not training for anything. Yeah. (laughs) At first he was like, we're going to do a fast 5k, but it might just be me on a stopwatch and you guys racing this. Mm -hmm. And we're just like, so we might be breaking the American record on a stopwatch. I was so unmotivated. Sanction that. (laughs) I'm going to run, like, if I'm going to break the American record, like, I need it to count. Like yeah. I'm gonna have zero motivation to do that with. Oh, like, that yeah, so sad. Like, congrats! Like I did it, but like, did I do it? You know, I don't know. So I was just not about that. I'm glad that we were able to get it, like USATF certified, have it count. Mm-hmm. Um, that made it a lot easier. But yeah, at first we had no, I like no plan. And then the last, like once we headed up to altitude, it kind of like started formulating that he was gonna try to set up these races for us. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like it was. It was like. Not until a week yeah. before the race that he was like, this is for sure happening. Yeah, like, this is for sure happening, and we can get it to count. Um, so Because for a while, it was yeah. like, this is going to happen, but it might not count. Yeah. For, mm. yeah, literally up until, like, a yeah. week or less before. He even set up official timing. He's like, we'll have official timing, but it won't count. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, and we're like, oh, uh, no. This, like, you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to count. Yeah. I know. That was my first question when everybody was, the internet was freaking out about it. I was like, does it count? Mm-hmm. yeah it does count we had to we like followed all the you know regulations we had to get our two covid tests the week before with like 24 hours apart um and then like wear the masks get our temperature taken at the gate and all that good stuff and maintain like the six foot distance but i mean and we also had been living all together so like we were kind of like still had our quarantine group and, yeah we we're um, all social distancing together so yeah um, yeah, it wasn't too bad, but yeah, they only allowed like 25 people onto the track and yeah. So we tried to just follow all the guidelines and do all the right things and it was able to count, which is very exciting. Yeah. It's awesome. I know I watched your post-race interview with the guy and he had a mask on and you guys didn't. And I was like, are they going to yeah. be scared of that microphone? Like you, you guys yeah. both kept a safe <laughs> distance from that microphone. Yeah, we definitely yeah. kept our – it's like kind yeah. of so uncomfortable because like you like see people and you want to like shake their hand yeah. or like you want to like thank them for like being here. And it's just like, you're kind of, I don't know. Like, oh yeah. Hi. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. It's super weird. Let me give you this elbow bump. Yeah. That's, that's been like a new thing. Is the elbow bump. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So what is like, what are your sites set on next? I mean, you said you had that race on Tuesday. You don't know what you're doing, but mm-hmm. beyond that, do you have any clue what your next goals are immediately? Um, I mean, he talked about like getting some more records just in arbitrary (laughs) events and yeah, I don't know, like maybe a 2k, but who knows? And I, I I would, yeah, 15, I want to help pace like the rest of the team to get, you know, like let's do some four flat 1500s. Like, I think it'd be good for me personally to like get those in my legs um, and then hopefully get everyone else's PRs down. I, I feel like our team can run some fast 15s. Uh, and so that's kind of like more what I'm focused on. And we're, we've been trying to like get in his ear about doing a 10 K. So he said he'd think about it, which is like step number one. I'm very excited. 
Um, so we'll see. Uh, I think Chris and I both can run a good 10K. I just want the opportunity. And I'm like, what better what year? year are you going to yeah, get like, that opportunity? Come on. So. Like, let's just do it. Like, last race of the of the season and – Let's just wing it and see what happens. I think we're definitely making Jerry nervous. But (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that's so exciting. I was thinking about that. I don't I don't know if it was the women's running article, Shelby. Somewhere you said you want somebody said that you want to get the 10K American record at some point. Is that does Molly Huddle or Shalane have that record? I'm assuming it's one of them. She got it at Rio. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Wow. That's huge. Have you ever like. When was the last time you raced a 10K? Me? I haven't. <laughs> so no, like, like, like a turkey trot? High goals for never having raced a 10K. I did it in cross. Oh, yeah, 10K cross. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't obviously track, and it's a little different. Um, but I don't know. Like, my naiveness, I'm like, oh, like, we could just go out and on, like, 15 10s back-to-back. Like, e- like, easy, you know? It's definitely not going to be easy. But, yeah, like, and in I've my mind, a 10K before, and I'm yeah. like, oh, trust me, the wall comes. Yeah, <laughs> and I have no idea. So this is just, like, my naiveness. Like, oh, yeah, we can totally do this, you know? Um, but sometimes I think that's the best way to go about it is, like, being naive and, like, just not knowing and just seeing how fast you can run without it really meaning anything to you in, in the moment. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens, but... I'm very excited to potentially be do, doing one. Yeah. Okay. So question about the American record, the race you just did, what were you guys doing differently? Like focusing on, um, to kind of reel that time in and, and get so fast. I feel like honestly having each other has helped yeah. so much. Like we've kind of, um, really like took in that, like our tempo pace is a lot faster now. And just like, a lot of our normal workouts have just been um, progressively harder, which I mean, it should be given the year prior, we've Mm -hmm. just been able to progress together. And I think that's helped a lot. Yeah, I feel like, actually, like, we haven't really changed much. We've just gotten better each year and like stronger each year. And a lot of that one is being able to stay healthy year after year and connect those training blocks. But like, also, we have each other to to push each other. And I think the way, the reason that we work out so well is like, we both, like, if we didn't, if we're not dying at the end of our workout, mm-hmm. we didn't work hard enough. Like both of us have that mentality. And sometimes the other girls want nothing to do with that. <laughs> so like Jerry yeah. puts us in our own workout group, throws a few stragglers in there once in a while. But for the most part, like we get to really push ourselves and like find our limits every time. And I think that's really what's making us make help make these big jumps um is that we're kind of he's allowing us to you know push ourselves to that extent um but also like I think he also is definitely knows when to hold us back yeah too but like if any like people are so surprised by this performance but like honestly Mm -hmm. you look back on some of our workouts yeah like at altitude I'm like well, I'm not that surprised. Yeah. And like, he has was... no regard for altitude. Like, no. he's not changing that pace. Like, no. We're going <laughs> to run what we're going to run at sea level, and we're doing that at, like, 6,000 feet. So you just kind of, like, buck up and get used to it, or, you know, that's that's about yep. it. You just have to get used to it. <laughs> do, you, do you feel a major difference? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the tempo is the same pace that he would have at sea level, and I'm just, like, over here, like, going lactic at the end I'm like what are we doing (laughs) yeah 
but as time progresses, we definitely get more accustomed to the altitude and adjusted to it. So it does get easier. But that first like month, I would say of workouts is just like brutal because you're not adapted yet. And it's just um, coming just straight hard work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Luckily for me, a lot of our strength. (laughs) I have more experience in the group and like more years. So it's easier for me to kind of adjust quicker and you know, I've, this is my fifth year going to altitude camps and yeah, I, I think I handle it a little bit better and I'm sure she's going to be right up on my tail, like <laughs> in like a year or so, and I'm going to get dropped maybe and hopefully not, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, I, I was joking with her at, after indoors at three cam, like, I feel like I'm making a monster. <laughs> she told me that right after the race. <laughs> like, I'm like helping in this. Literally every, every workout, even if like, I was getting dropped so much in the winter. I just literally redline it till I like can't go anymore. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then I'm like coming back in. <laughs> and like I'm over here like looking behind me and she's still there. I'm like, what is she still doing here? I'm dying. Like <laughs> she should be dying before me. And I don't know. So I've definitely had moments where I've been doubting my fitness because she just like will be there no matter what, even if she has no business being right on my shoulder. Um, so, but it's, it's good that we have each other and we push each other to those limits every time and I think we're making each other better because of it. Well, that's so interesting because when I interviewed Carissa, when I interviewed you and I must've been February or something, but we were talking about like, what is it like training with Shelby who is so dominant right now? And now you're kind of like up there with her. Um, And, you know, Shelby mentioned this, you know, being seasoned with going to altitude camp. So that's why my mind was going to like, man, a whole nother year for you before the the trials is going to be huge. Yeah, hopefully that I can just keep getting like adjusted easier to altitude and just the training itself. Um, I think every, even just every season almost has just been like a massive leap. So um, it's been really exciting to see that progression and not like I mean, even just going from college, like the main goal was like, oh, one day I just want to break 15. And now it's like, here we are like (laughs) shooting for sub, who knows, 14, 20 now. (laughs) Um, Just insane numbers that I didn't even ever think of that are possible. And we just like, as a group, even I feel like we just have these outlandish goals and we just Mm. normalize them. And it's just like, well, that's the new standard. Like it's even like going into this season, it was like, how many people do you think we could get? under 15 in our group and it was just like well that's the norm now it's like you go under 15 yeah (laughs) so it's crazy we talk about it and um just made it happen it's so good um yeah what is the world record is it like 1410 or something like 1411 maybe yeah we know it now (laughs) (laughs) well now because you're number 12 and number 14 so like (laughs) I don't know anything about those records if they're clean or whatever, but like, does, do you have, like, are you thinking about it now? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Definitely I mean, on the radar. Yeah. I'm over here. Like I want to break 14. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I have like, way too high of goals for myself and maybe I will never do that or I am even capable of it. But I feel like you have to have those like huge goals and like think that they're possible in order to do amazing things. Like that's just kind of the name of the game. So I think, I mean, looking at it, I think, world record pace is like 68 points and I with the 1423 that was like a 69 point average uh per lap so it's not like that unreasonable to think I just got to run a second faster per lap you know like (laughs) 
what how hard can that be (laughs) no I mean I think and I I feel like there's still a lot of potential there for both of us to keep getting stronger and keep getting better and I I don't know I think it's definitely possible see that's the mentality I have to work out with every day (laughs) well I think I could break the world record by 10 seconds (laughs) here we go do you get excited for workouts, Carissa, the way Shelby does? Because I know that I've always heard Shelby talk about, like, just loving the workouts. Yeah, she definitely just loves, like, the hard, like, grind of a workout. Um, me, personally, I feel like definitely, like, the first year, I was just, like, I'm so nervous for mm-hmm. all these workouts. Mm-hmm. But now it's just come, like, I I really enjoy C-level workouts. But um, <laughs> I think I'm starting – altitude's starting to grow on me a little bit more. It's definitely harder um, just, like, for me to adjust. I feel like she adjusts so fast. So I'm like, ooh, I'm coming. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely starting to find more joy in them instead of just going lactic. Okay, ladies, I have a couple listener questions here. I'm going to play them yeah. into the microphone. Am I freezing on you guys a lot? Yep. Yeah, you're, you've been, been frozen. frozen the whole time. <laughs> Same. And I was wondering, but can you you can hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. Okay, you guys keep freezing too. And I'm like, I, I catch you for a second and then you freeze. Okay, I was wondering. I don't know what's going on. Um, Sorry the audio is working. <laughs> yeah, the audio sounds fine. So that's all that really matters. Um. Oh, okay. This is four total here. And it'll probably be kind of quiet, but I'm just going to put it up as as I can. Let me know if you can't hear it. Okay. Hi, Shelby and Krista. First off, I want to say congrats on that incredible 5K race last weekend. It was amazing to see you two run so well and dip under that 1430 mark. I'm excited to see you two continue to work hard and race well going into the Olympic year next year. And I just want to hear about how does Jerry decide who races what event in these inner squad races and how did he decide who raced that 5k last weekend? It seemed pretty particular and he's seen, he, you guys always talk about how he's super particular and who races and what you guys race. So I just kind of want to hear about that decision. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. Um, but yeah, I feel like with, especially how he chose what event for us, like we had kind of been talking about racing a fast 5k since before everything got kind of shut down uh we were kind of planning it more after the olympics and like maybe just like testing out that fitness then um but obviously that plan got adjusted uh and as far as like who got to race what it was mostly like chris and i were the really like our own workout group at altitude and um and then everyone else kind of was like their own workout group. So I feel like just where the fitness was and what we were able to do in terms of like the times we were hit, we were hitting working out. It just kind of made sense that we uh, did a faster 5K. Um, and then, yeah, they they did uh, like breaking 15 5K because I think that's kind of the first step in that. Um, but even when we paced them, he had us do like a fast 15. And I feel like half the time we – don't even like, like, he's just like, Hey, this is the plan. And we're like, all right, that's cool. Um, But yeah. So I know getting that, that 15 in first was kind of like getting the rust off and feeling out the wheels, you know, um, getting those fast paced turnover. And we kind of treated that like a workout. So like doing something fast and then coming back and like doing something longer, like more tempo ish. Uh, so 
that's kind of what our pacing duty was. And then, yeah, we came back and it was kind of flipped. The other girls paced us and that was like their 3K kind of time trial, if you will, yeah. in our 5K, if that makes sense. Yeah, because we both, I feel like these plans were out for quite a while too, mm-hmm. that um, they were going to try to go for sub 15 and we were going to try to go for the record. And all of our workouts were adjusted like accordingly, like we would have a lot of workouts that their goal was like to hit the 70s at like the end or their goal was to hit 72s at the end. So we were just getting very used to that 5k rhythm. And um, I feel like we're all very well prepared for the races that he had set out for like a month. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. Okay. I haven't listened to this one yet, but we're just going to play it (laughs) because it came in late. Hold on. Here it is. Hi, Carissa and Shelby. I would like to ask you what the race was like, how it felt, uh, with racing just your teammates and also what it was like to race without any fans there. Thanks. Congratulations. guess we kind of already covered that. I don't know yeah. if you have anything to add. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just definitely weird. It's quiet and you can like hear your breathing more, which I was yeah. like, I don't know if I like hearing yeah. my own like dying. Definitely less like intense like it didn't feel like like kind of felt like a high school meet you know like just like a low-key yeah like random (laughs) meet um and then yeah like felt like felt good and controlled like I said and had a good kick so yeah I think the atmosphere was definitely low-key but like almost in a way that it took the pressure off of what we were trying to do so it was kind of good in that way um plus like I find it easier like in not having fans there because I'm like again like I feel less pressure like not everyone's watching you know the whole world's not watching um like it's just more like okay just gonna go out there and do my thing um so for me it was a matter of like having less pressure and wanting to like just more get back to like doing what I feel like I can do and want to do okay next question this question is um has an Iowa part to it, which I was going to bring that up anyway, but I'm just going to let her bring it up instead because it's so freaking cool. Yeah, <laughs> okay. two, two Iowa women. Here we go. Hi, Lindsay, Shelby, and Carissa. This is Kim from Zion, Illinois. I'm really excited you're both on the show today. I love all the BTC babes, but I have a question specifically for the two of you. I love it when you shout out your Iowa pride on your social media accounts. As a fellow Iowan, my question for you is what gem from our home state do you love to share with outsiders? Is it a place, an event, a specific dish? I'd love to hear what it is. Thanks for answering my question. Bye. She said, what gem would you like yeah, to share yeah, from yeah. Iowa? I know, you you're, I know that was a pretty quiet one. Okaboji. That's your favorite. <laughs> that is, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I was going to say like, either like Drake relays, obviously. That too. Yeah. We definitely are big Drake fans. Like we just love going back for the relays or, um, we, every year we will fight Jerry to be back at Drake because we just love the atmosphere there. And I don't know. I feel like everyone in Iowa, like is so proud when we do come back. So it's it's really fun. Definitely like almost a hometown advantage. I'm not even from Des Moines Yeah, and they're just like, (laughs) Like, I feel like I have the whole crowd behind me. So that's such a cool event to go back to. And, like, even when you have USAs there, like, I yeah. just love racing in Iowa. <laughs> um, and then, like, Mike Jay's over the loudspeaker, that iconic voice. Like, I don't know. It just brings back so many memories. Um, my personal gem, though, like, we, my family has a, a lake house in Okaboji, Iowa. 
um, fun to say, but it's, yeah, I've, I think we bought the cabin when I was like six and we spent every single summer there up until honestly the last, like since I turned professional and had to <laughs> give up my summers, sadly, um, I was able to go last year, but like that was the first year I had been back to my lake house in like three years. Um, but yeah, that's like one of my favorite places on this planet and have mm-hmm. such good memories. Uh, so if you're ever in Iowa during the summer, Okaboji is definitely a good place to hit up. I just uh, interviewed, my interview going out tomorrow is with Dwayne Solomon, and he said that his favorite track to race on was Iowa. Yes. Oh, there yes. we go. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, speaking of your family, Shelby, your mom follows me on Twitter and like favorites my stuff sometimes. And it's the best. (laughs) She likes and favorites anything that like has to do with me and running. Like she's Uh running on everything. Speedy mom. (laughs) I I feel it's like Shelby's mom. (laughs) You know, you have like six other kids. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Well, I, I feel like. She also likes things that I tweet about, like family or like kid stuff yeah. too. Yeah. I'm like, she's oh, Connie. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's a good follower. She's a loyal follower. A loyal <laughs> follower. I love it. I love it when parents of people I interview are like really rally and they like get excited yeah. about the episode. I feel like who was another one? Oh, it was the Bruce's Ben Bruce's uh, mom got really excited. Um, I feel like I got a follow out of Evan Jager's one of his yep. parents or like an uncle or an aunt or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like his dad comments on all my stuff too. I love it. <laughs> it's so well, good. Our, I mean, our parent fan base is pretty good. Yeah. Who is it? Our parent fan base is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you think about it, put yourself in their shoes and you know, 20 30 years or whatever like it's got to be so fun and exciting yeah definitely okay uh last listener question this is a fun one hey Lindsay. hey carissa hey chevy this is shawana white out of columbia south carolina i actually have two questions today the first question is for carissa and chevy only if you were to race a marathon who would win and why the second question for all three of you ladies what would be your superhero power? I want to know. Ooh. I was like, why did you keep me out of the marathon question? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, marathon. Hmm. I mean, I want to go with myself. I want to go with <laughs> myself. <laughs> Who, so, whose strengths are where? Bias. Um, well, you know, she has a really good kick. But I do think I have a really good strength of redlining for a very long time. <laughs> yes, you do. So as long as I can make the marathon just disgustingly like hard, <laughs> I feel like I but aerobically she would, she might definitely be hang on there for a while. Yeah, and it she would definitely has the experience. It would come but... close, I think. Uh, I also have my experience of long run with long runs with the guys, mm-hmm. so we get down pretty quick. But it, I definitely think it would be close. I mean, I think both of us are like, we want to choose ourselves for sure, yes. which, as it should be. But <laughs> well, <laughs> Shelby, you've said that you'll probably race a marathon at some point. Like, I don't know when, but do you have that thought in your brain at all, Carissa? Yeah, a long time from now. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can debut in a marathon yeah. together. That would be that so would cool. That would be ideal. <laughs> but um, till now, I told her, I was like, we should be marathon training buddies yes. later on. I'm down. <laughs> 
Yeah, like 10 years. I think I probably would try, like, go to the marathon before she would, so. Really? Oh, you mean age-wise? Because she's, like, four years ahead of you? Like, we'll see. years older. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, a couple last fun wrap-up questions. Oh, superhero. Superhero. You guys go first. I, like, I'm really bad at those kind of questions, and I even had, like, 30 extra minutes to think about it because I listened to that before. I mean... I would, I feel like I would like want to fly because then I would not have to sit on an airplane. <laughs> mm. <laughs> if I could just fly to all of my that track meets literally be or like wherever I wanted to go. Yeah. I want to, I want to say like flying would be cool. That'd be mine. I feel like, I don't know. I've always liked time travel. I feel like that's really cool. Or speed. honestly, just being like the fastest person in the world would be pretty oh, cool gosh. too. Does that count? Yeah. I was going to say that, but I thought it was like too cliche. With it's what so we cliche, but I mean, it would be pretty, I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, Shawana. Why, I'm not supposed to be included. I'm the host. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like at this point in my life right now, it would be to have all the answers for how to raise my kids. Oh, that's a good one. I feel I'm pretty lost a lot. <laughs> Aren't we all though? Yeah. True. Um, okay, Shelby, explain your tattoo. I know you've explained it in other articles and whatnot, but it's so pretty and I love it. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, so I've been wanting like a half sleeve for probably like four or five years. My mom did not want me to get one. Um, I know she, (laughs) when I told her she was like, Oh, like, no, like I like it, but I just don't like it on you. (laughs) Thanks. Like, um, but no, it was, I had been wanting one for a while and I kept like trying to come up with ideas, like drawing it myself. And I just like, I, I couldn't do it. Um, and like looking on Pinterest for hours, like trying to find inspiration. Um, finally I ended up last summer just reaching out to an artist in Portland and I liked her work a lot, but I just kind of like reached out and was like, Hey, like these are like the elements that I want, or like, this is like the theme that I want. Uh, can you like maybe come up with something and she came up with this like after a couple of drafts of it but like I it basically is just like you know live your life on purpose mm-hmm. um I think there's a quote on it that says the trouble is you think you have time um and I that's like one of my favorite quotes just like you never know what's going to happen in your life or how much time you have and uh just trying to take advantage of each day and you know I have like I, for my life, I have a bucket list list um, of like adventure things that I want to do. And I try to cross one off every year. Um, Just even though like, I feel like running can get very routine and you can kind of like get almost like stuck in like this, yeah, like boring routine. I want to be able to still live my life and do the things that I want to do. And I don't want to wake up when I'm like 80 and be like, I didn't do any of the things that I wanted to do, you know, and. Um, so that's kind of like where the inspiration comes from. It has like a globe with a paper airplane. Uh, I kind of thought that was like more playful, which I really enjoyed. Um, and then like just like some key, like there's a cactus, uh, some mountains and like trees. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of the inspiration and theme behind it. OK, so a couple questions. What's the the um, the part to the front, like right above think the like rectangle? Do you see what I'm ta- talking about? 
Yeah, so there's like these are the, this is like mountains. Okay. The other like rectangle has it has the word is in it for okay. part of the quote and then it has a cactus in it. Oh, that's where the cactus there's is. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you decide on the the colors like the purple and the turquoise? Um I knew I wanted colors in it. I just like I don't know, I love colors. Um but I I don't know, I really like blue and purple. Those are like two of my my favorite color is actually orange, but I didn't think that would like really flow. With that. I feel like these have um, matched so much. Too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Good, like feminine, more feminine colors, um, and like it's kind of like a watercolor design. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I liked the mellow colors of blue and purple. So, I love tattoo sleeves. I would never be ballsy enough to do it myself. My sister has an like two sleeves and I I think they're so cool but I feel like I would be so scared to commit to anything yeah I I assume while it was happening I was like what am I doing (laughs) um but no I feel like I I think that's like the whole thing with tattoos it's like people are scared of like regretting them I'm like if it means enough to me at that time in my life to feel like I want to get a tattoo why would I ever regret that like even if I don't like it later on like it meant something to me at that time. And that's not something that I'm ever going to regret. And I don't like, you know, it's the same thing. Like I don't regret any of the experiences that I've gone through, whether they're good or bad they're and all that good stuff. So um, yeah, I think kind of tattoos for me follow in that line of things. Okay. One more Shelby question. And then we'll wrap up with um, two simple, fun questions. Cool. Are you still dating Matt Centrowitz? (laughs) Oh, it's, it's complicated. Let's just leave it at that. Um, we like, yeah, we're trying to figure it out. Honestly, I don't want to like put my relationship too much out there, but, uh, he's like one of my favorite people and we get along so well. Um, and you know, I hope it works out, but it's kind of like one of those things that I think we both need to grow and like be better for each other and ourselves um so we're kind of trying to in the process of figuring that out and if it works out it works out and if it doesn't then it wasn't meant to be so it's kind of weird that's good well I knew that people would be like Lindsay come on (laughs) if I didn't at least ask yeah yeah no we're we're very good right now Um, (laughs) we're not very good like a month ago so it's just kind of yeah we're yeah yeah we're figuring it out I get that. Um, yeah. Okay. Did either of you, two two fun questions. Did any either of you read any great books over this past like crazy quarantine time? I did. Ooh, yeah. Um, I read I read Shoe Dog, finally. You just was, now read Shoe Dog? I just read it, yeah. I like, I feel like whenever things are popular, I'm like, uh, I don't uh, want to read that. You know, like, I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm yeah. stubborn. Uh, so I finally read it and it was awesome. I loved it. It was so good. good book. I read The Silent Patient, so I just kind of like – Oh, I read that too. Yeah, I really liked it. The ending was crazy. Crazy. So I kept having people tell me that, like, I wouldn't believe the ending, so I really wanted to read it because I like (laughs) it when it has a twist like that. Yeah. So good. I read that. I was quarantining for the first couple weeks at my parents' house, and they have a sauna, so I would like – that would be my sauna time. I would read that book in the sauna, and it's like – totally ruined now because it's just full of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Did you have any other, um, I remember Shelby, you were super into the Jen Sincero book. You are a badass. Do you have any other books like that, that you've read since then? Yes. I'm actually reading, um, what's it called? Um, is it the art of not giving? No, I've read the soul art of not giving a 
you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I can say that, but uh, there's also, it's one about hope right now. And it's, I am so blanking on it, but the, his other one is called, um, no, wait, that's the subtle art of not getting yeah. a fuck. That's this, this one's like the next one of that series or whatever. Okay. And it's like, everything is, I think it's called everything is fucked or like, <laughs> or something like that. Um, and it's a book about hope. So I'm, I'm in the middle of reading that one right now. Um, but yeah, I, I typically love all of those self-help type of books. It's something that I'm very interested in. I'm always like, I'm a curious person. I just like always want to try to make myself better, um, for myself and, you know, the people around me. Um, and so that's kind of, yeah, those books are fascinating to me. Yeah, I agree. I always want to be reading a fun one and then, and then one like that. Did you read that one too, Carissa, the subtle art? I'm reading that one currently. So I'm like, have like three books that I'm like really slowly going on. um, (laughs) That's one of them. What are the other ones you're reading? So I'm reading um, this one that I forgot the name, but (laughs) it's Before She Knew Him. And I'm like, really like just started that one. But um, yeah, I always like to have like a few like kind of like different kind of books because when I'm going to bed I don't know what I'm feeling if I'm feeling like I want to get scared I'm like maybe I read that or I just read like something more mindless so good I'm the same way I love it okay last question you can go to a concert anywhere any venue any band COVID doesn't exist tomorrow where do you go Oh, wow. I feel like I was actually talking a lot to of parts past galleries about this. <laughs> what, what's your answer? <laughs> I said if it was like soon, um, probably like the weekend or something like oh, that. A good one. Just because I feel like they'd put on a really good concert and uh, enjoy it. <laughs> Where would you see them at? Oh, anywhere. Like London or something crazy. <laughs> I feel like that would be so fun. Or New York. I feel like an international concert would be like It'd just be because really we fun. can't travel internationally. Like I so yeah. badly have more than ever wanted to go internationally right now. <laughs> I, I've never been to London still, and everyone raves about it. And I just want I, to London's one of my favorite places. Yeah. Um, for me, or Chainsmokers too. I really like yeah. them. I man, I don't know. I I would be down for like any concert right now. Um, I'm biased towards, I want to see Bruno Mars again. Mm. I've already seen him in concert. He's like my favorite. I would definitely go to a Bruno Mars concert at any point. Um, internationally would be amazing because I am itching to get out of the country. Um, but, or I think Louis Capaldi, he's like kind of up and coming right now. And I've been listening to him for like a couple years and he's like, I don't know. I just really love his voice. I think that would be fun. It's more of like a mellow concert, though, I feel like. So it's <laughs> That's not- why I'm like the week. But yeah. I do want to see a colleague concert sometime, too. That's more mellow, too, but I really like him. I don't know who those Lewis and – who did you say, Chris? I don't know who those people are. So Khalid is just like um, – I'm trying to think some of his more popular songs are um, – they're just like more like chill. Chill. Hits. Okay. <laughs> I would. That's his genre. Totally sure. go to a Queen cover band concert though. Oh, that was. <laughs> yeah. That like that's like I would maybe more so than the other two. We like. got on such after the movie came yeah, out. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. That's like all we were listening to. We listened to Queen's all last that's year. That's like <laughs> still. That's all I'm still yeah. listening to. Yeah. Um, those were some of our like hype um, yeah. music before workout. Definitely. 
I love that. That's so good. Well, ladies, thank you so much for doing this. This has been fun catching up. We'll have a really great rest of your evening. Congrats and ride that high a little bit longer. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye, ladies. Bye. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for being here today. Thanks, Carissa and Shelby, for coming on the show. Congratulations. We are so excited for both of you. You all can find Carissa on Instagram. She is Carissa Schweitz4. You can find Shelby on Instagram. She's Shelbo800. And you can find me on Instagram. I'm lindsayhine626. Don't forget to check out our wonderful sponsor for this episode, Prevenex, Prevenex.com. Use the code ANOTHER for 15% off your first order. Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash lindsayhine. And have the best weekend ever. We'll see you actually on Tuesday with an episode with my production assistant, who you'll get to know a little bit, Emma Benner. Have a great weekend, everybody.